With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Over 40 years ago, that's before we started officially in June 2nd, 1985, a group of men, young men, comprising the presiding bishop today, our sector overseer, and other uh, men who are now bishops and all that. They were praying on the field. And as they were praying, they got to a point, I was not there, but one of the bishops was relating this thing to me. So Richard, as we were praying, we got to a point, and then the presiding bishop was caught up in the spirit. And he began to prophesy into the future. We heard him say, the Lord said through him, I will take this work from off the shores of Ghana, I will take it across Europe, and then I will take it across the Atlantic, and it shall go into the ends of the earth. As at that time, from my understanding, I mean, I got to know them after three years, after that, when the church started, right? Two years later. But as of that time, if you saw them, if these guys, there was no calmness around them. If you saw the way their head were, I mean, the way their head, some of them, their head was, and then the they were looking lucky. I think uh, Brother, Brother Robert knew some of them. Hallelujah. I said, praise the Lord. Yeah. You never expected that the things that God said would come to pass. Praise the Lord. Oh, praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Yeah. Then gradually, we saw God's hand when we started. We saw many mighty things happening. And then gradually, we saw the church went to Europe. And then gradually came to the U.S. And it's still moving on. Could today go to Dubai, everywhere. The church is there. God has been faithful to what he said. Amen. So you coming to be part of this church, it's not because we just want to organize, we just want to organize some instruments and then get a keyboard and sing. Just because we want to do church. If the truth be told, you are a fulfillment of a prophetic word. Amen. Are you here? Hallelujah. Those words that were spoken over 40 years which were hovering over the years and the atmosphere found a practical expression in Houston. And when we gathered together, it was a fulfillment of the hashing of a prophetic word that was spoken over our lives. So you that come here, everybody that comes into this place, we don't take it for granted. We know you are part of a prophecy. Everybody say, I am a, I'm, 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 I'm a child of prophecy, please say it. And say, I, I, I belong to the prophetic movement. So the differentiating factor between churches that are ordained to do things in the world from those who gather to be able to say, man, I think there's money inside. Let's gather some people from everywhere. Is that those who are doing it because God has spoken, and they do it because the assignment upon their lives must be fulfilled. And when anybody gets involved in that assignment, 
The God who called that person to start begins to reward that person. Are you here with me, please? No, are you here? Today we are talking. Today is a public Sunday. So those on the so when you get to a church of that caliber, of that stature, you mind the way you operate because God's spirit is at work in that place. Are you with me so far? So Virtual Bible Church today in the US, we have about 22 churches and it's still developing. And God has been good. 37 years of his guidance, 37 years of his faithfulness, 37 years of his mercies. We have not always done things right, but he has been merciful. And the candlestick has not been taken. And even 37 years, we see more things ahead. And God is bringing a lot of people amongst us because every joint will have to supply. Amen. We know that there are people who lay foundation and there are those who do uh, the four corner walls, right? The substructure and then the four corner walls. And then there are those who do roof when you look at the building. The one who lays foundation might not necessarily be somebody who is good at laying the roof. The one who lays the roof might not be somebody who is good at uh, understanding interior decoration. In other words, if the church of God is a building, then God brings people who are anointed and gifted to be able to do certain areas that the building needs. Amen. So whoever finds himself amongst us has not come here by chance. Amen. When you find yourself amongst us, it's because there is work that is still made waiting for you to be able to discharge that duty. Amen. Are you with me, please? Amen. Yes, Are you with me so far? Glory. And the interesting thing about God is God Almighty understands the importance of uh, meeting together, the community or the church. So there are people who understand who don't understand fully the doctrine of places. There is the secret place Amen. where you can fellowship with your God and enjoy him and then fall in love with him in, in your process. I mean, you don't need anybody. Hallelujah, love you, Jesus. He will show up. But the structure to your calling is found when you belong to a church. So there is a secret place and there is the appointed place. Are you with me, please? The appointed place is God appoints a place for you so that whatever you are doing in your secret place, He can now put structure around it in the event of advancing you to your glorious destiny. So, in the doctrine of places, there's a doctrine of your secret place, the doctrine of the appointed place, and then there's a place called the place of security. In your appointed place, as you begin to do things, you are, this, you, are, you are not supposed to be exacted upon by the people of wickedness. Hallelujah. And not only that, God begins to lead you and begin to fight for you because you are on his list as somebody who is promoting his agenda. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Your amen is weak. Amen. 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 So we need to understand why we come here. We need to understand. In this day where we are celebrating the loyalty to the commission, 37 years, I just want to share some few things to empower our understanding. Amen. Because I have come to understand that in all our getting, we must get understanding. In fact, to be frank with you, 
and don't tell anybody. <laughs> if I had my own channel, my own way, I would not do this job. Hallelujah. Oh, praise the Lord. Amen. Oh, please talk to me. Praise Hallelujah. The Lord. Amen. Because human beings are very funny. <laughs> Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Oh, somebody's not helping me. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. So they told me I ran away, and then they caught me. And I'm here. And I yield it, and I'm doing it. Praise God. Amen. But in doing it, what gets you self motivated, self encouraged, is understanding the vision and where we are going. Amen. When you understand that God is involved, and this God that we are serving, in the realm of the Spirit, they always take records. God will never forget anything that you do in advancing His course. Amen. He might not give you, He might not say thank you, but He'll reward you. So when he rewards you, that reward is able to go beyond you, your posterity, and your future. So what we are doing is, when we have enjoyed ourselves on this earth, we will be going to heaven. And as we are going to heaven, and people have said a lot of things about heaven, wherever Jesus Christ is, that place shall be heaven for me. Amen? Amen. Some say Jesus is up, some say it's where. Wherever he is, which is heaven, when we get there, wherever he is, that's the place we shall be. And what we get to the point is, it shall be heaven for us. Amen. Amen. But in doing that, we need to always make sure we don't waste time, but we must understand certain few things that I'm about to share with you. Amen? Amen. So now let's take this thing from, uh, let's go to Ezekiel chapter 18. It's a Bible study, short Bible study. Ezekiel chapter 18. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Listen carefully, because um, God is up to something. He is going to revive us, and we will make some choices, and we will take us forward. Ezekiel chapter 18. There is a principle here, which is a very scary principle, but we must understand that that's the way this God works. From verse 20, let's all go. The soul that sins, it shall die. The son shall not bear the iniquity of the father, neither shall the father bear the iniquity of the son, the righteousness of the righteous shall be upon him, and the wickedness of the wicked shall be upon him. But if the wicked will turn from all his sins, verse 21, if the wicked will turn from all his sins that he has committed, and keep all my statutes, and do that which is lawful and right, he shall surely live, he shall not die. All his transgressions, verse 22, that he has committed, they shall not be mentioned unto him. In his righteousness, that he has done, he shall live. Have I any pleasure at all that the wicked should die, say the Lord God, and not that he should return from his ways and live? But when the righteous, verse 24, are we all together? Amen. But when the righteous turns away from his righteousness and commit iniquity and doeth according to all the abomination that the wicked man doeth, shall he live? All his righteousness that he has done shall not be mentioned. In his trespass that he has trespassed, and in his sin that he has sinned, in them shall he die. What is he talking about? A principle here that the prophet Ezekiel was talking and was sharing this with the church, with the, with, with the people of Israel. So let me tell you some, something. When anybody who is a wicked person, he's been so wicked, and then he gets to a place where he repents of his wickedness, if the Lord meets him at the point where he has repented from his wickedness, God will not remember any wickedness that he did. Amen. Are you with me, please? Amen. Then he said that 
that in the righteous man also has been doing all righteousness, righteousness, but then he tends to go and do wickedness. And then I come and I meet him in his wickedness, then all the righteousness will be forgotten, and then I will judge him in his current state. Amen. So the principle here is that when the Lord comes, the state he finds you is how he judges you. Hallelujah. Please, are you listening? Amen. Your amen is suspicious. Amen. When the Lord appears, the state in which he finds you determines how he is going to deal with you. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. I said praise the Lord. Hallelujah. That's the principle which was in the Old Testament and the practice is might be different from the Old Testament, but the principle is the same. Are you here? Amen. Which means, no matter what I've done, maybe I started, we started this church together. I was there. The first day I was in school. So I couldn't go to that Sunday. I was doing something in school, Sunday, church service. But I remember when we started. Praise the Lord. Amen. We were meeting on the, on the streets with some benches every weekend and then the weekday services. I mean, there was nothing coming around us, but the power of God was sustained. Praise the Lord. Amen. Glory. But no matter how I was walking for about 10 miles before I went to church, if today I come to a place where I say, I deny all these things, I don't believe in Jesus, the state in which they find me will be the state who judge me. God forbid. Are you with me so far? Amen. Please, we are talking. Are you with me? Yeah. Okay. That principle is that. Whatever state, current state that that defines you, determines what you receive. That is why I said, please, I am coming quickly and have my rewards with me. Make sure that when I come, I will find you so doing. When I come, I must find you on the job. When I come, I must find you on the job. Because the state in which I find you will determine what I do with your life. Amen. And it's not the respect of persons. So the respect of titles. Amen. So every man shall give account of himself of what he's doing in this kingdom. So God, by His Spirit, has created an atmosphere and has created a tribe for us called Victory Bible Church. But everyone shall receive his own reward based upon your own input Hallelujah. in this kingdom. Amen. Are you with me so far? Yes. So many of you, some are ushers. Some are in the hospitality business, some are keyboardists, some are drummers, some are singers, some are preachers, yes. We have different audiovisual. Everybody, everything we do, because we are children of prophecy, is being recorded, and God shall reward everything we do in this place. Amen. Whether you wake up in the morning, every sweat, whatever you do for this church, this God, with the God of this commission, will reward you openly. Amen. Are you free so far? Hallelujah. You understand my accent, right? Yes. Okay. Now, let's come to a New Testament. John chapter 15. Thank you, Lord Jesus. John chapter 15. Hallelujah. John chapter 15 from verse 1 to 4. Let's look at some few things over there. It is talking about similar principle. And then, let's see how he brought in a metaphor to be able to help us. John 15, chapter 1, chapter verse 1. I am the true vine, and my father is the husbandman. 
So Jesus Christ is the one speaking. If you have a red letter Bible, you see that it's a red letter, right? So who is speaking? Jesus. Who is speaking? Jesus. Can Jesus lie? No. Whatever he says is real, right? Yeah. Okay. So Jesus Christ was saying that I am the true vine. So he just said, I am the vine. And then my father is the farmer, right? Every branch in me, that's all right, that bears not fruit, he taketh away. And every branch that bears fruit, he taketh it, that it may bring forth much fruit. So the branch can be taken away. That's right. Are we here? Yes. Verse 3. Now you are clean to the word which I have spoken unto you. Abide in me, and I in you. As the branch cannot bear fruit of itself, except it abide in the vine, no more can ye, except ye abide in me. Amen. I am the vine, ye are the branches. He that abideth in me, and I in him, the same bringeth forth much fruit. For without me, you can do what? Nothing. Now verse 6, let's all read. If a man abide not in me, he is cast forth as a branch. And is what? Withered. And men gather them and cast them into the fire and they are burned. If you abide in me and my words abide in you, you shall ask what you will and it shall be done unto you. Amen. Praise the Lord. Amen. We are speaking again. Jesus. So Jesus Christ came in and he said, let me tell you, I have a metaphor for you. Whenever you see a metaphor in Bible, it means God will use certain things so here he's using the vine, he's using uh, a stem and a branch to illustrate something. And he's saying that, I am the vine, you are the branches, right? And when you look at the plant, so which means anytime you see metaphor like that, it is a metaphor like eagle. Our life is compared to the eagle, our life is compared to a plant. You must now find out how the plant kingdom operates because he wants to show you a lesson using a metaphor. Are we together? Amen. For instance, it says, if you wait, wait for the Lord, you shall mount up with wings like the eagle. It means look at the way the eagle operates. The eagle operates for him to, for the eagle to be able to do well once in a month, about 30 days, every once in a year, 30 days, the eagle will go somewhere and then seclude itself from everything and then shed off the old feathers and then take on new feathers. So once the vultures are eating and everywhere, it's somewhere making sure that he's getting new feathers. So he was telling us that everybody who wants to be like the eagle, you need to understand how the eagle operates. So if you're a believer, your life is compared to the eagle, which means we need some time to be able to renew our strength, right? Yeah, yeah. What I mean is, when you, whenever you see a metaphor, you must understand it. So here, the master is saying that he is the vine and we are the branches. Amen? And he's saying the branch does not bear fruit, it can be cut off. When you come to the plant in the industry, and the biologist will tell us there is a, a root system called the xylem. Someone say xylem. Xylem is a vascular uh, root system that supplies uh, nutrients and certain uh, mineral salts to the branches. And as long as the branch is connected to the stem, it will be able to receive these nutrients. Amen. When the branch is cut off, no matter how fresh that branch looks like, it is. Bible says in verse 6, what they say again? Let's all look at it. If a man does not abide in me, 
is cast off as a branch and is withered. And men gather them and cast them into the fire and they are burned. So if my life is compared to the branch, if I'm not connected to the vine, I can be cut off. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Oh, your amen is Amen. I can start correctly, connected, and join along the line if I don't abide, dwell in the vine. And I get cut off. I can be cut off, I can wither, and then I can be burned. So it is not once saved, forever saved. That's right. The vine is forever saved. But you need to continuously do all you can to abide in the vine. Because you have the potential to be cut off if you decide to leave. Are you listening to me? Are you listening to me, please? As long as I am connected to the vine, I'll be getting nutrients from the root system. If I choose to dissociate myself from the vine, I am on my own. So, I must every day make sure that I am well connected to the vine. My sustenance comes from being connected and dwelling with the vine. That is why you can be some, you can see someone who's on fire today and tomorrow he's not on fire. Hallelujah. And what, whatever state he finds you, it deals with you in accordance with that state. Amen. So, people have been with us for 37 years. There are some who are, who are not close to church anymore. That's right. Because the thing must be a daily walk. Everybody say daily walk. Daily walk. They, say, they say daily walk. Daily walk. So, if I'm going to be able to get to a place where I will forever receive sustenance from the root system, the xylem, Vascular system, I need to continuously make sure I am connected. Amen. Connected. Connectivity is supposed to be a non negotiable responsibility of the branch. Amen. The branch must ensure that he's not using activity to replace connectivity. Because when you get into activity without connectivity, you dry up with that, and then you can be cut off. Whether you are a bishop or archbishop or cardinal. There is no respect of titles before a king. Amen. 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 So the principle is the same. Wherever you are found, when he comes and sees you, he is able to deal with you the same way. So doctrine can be compared to a stem and a branch. But what the church at times do, we do a lot of things by giving benefits without telling people about the requirements. Amen. There are verses in scripture that can be a standalone verse. There are other verses which don't, which even though are standing alone, but they are not the whole truth. Amen. They need to be connected to the conditions Amen. to make it true. Hallelujah. Are you with me, please? Yes, yes. Let me say it again. Doctrine in the body of Christ can be compared to stem and a branch. Amen. The stem is the only thing that can stand on its own. Right? Amen. But whatever the other other the, the definitions and other scriptures are, there are some scriptures that when you read, you must always trace it to the condition that gave birth to that uh, scripture. Amen. Amen. For instance, Matthew chapter 6, verse 3. 
Seek ye first the kingdom. And all these things that others are dying to get shall be added. So when I preach to you and I tell you that God wants to give you this thing, hallelujah, and I don't tell you about the seeking face, it will not work. That's right. Oh, are you with me? It's all big. But, let's start from 31, so we are not good. I know you have need of these things, right? Are you following me today? Hallelujah. Everybody says a commission day. It's a commission day. Let's all read. Therefore, take no thought, saying what you shall eat, or what shall we drink, or when we fall, shall we be clothed? I know you need clothes. I know you need some food. I know you need a place to stay. So I can come and say, please don't worry about it. It is going to be all right. But let's go. For after all these things to the Gentiles seek, your heavenly Father knoweth that you have need of these things. And I can come. Hallelujah. God knows that you have need of these things. Hallelujah. But, everyone say, but. Seek it first. So the seeking first. Of the kingdom is what qualifies you for the additions I was talking about. So if I preach the benefits and I don't connect you to the condition, I brought the service into your life. Are you with me so far? Jesus, the branch, the branch, the divine, says that you, the branch, you must ensure that you are always connected, dwelling with Him, abide in Me. That abide is your. It's a request that please abide if you are going to get this mineral source. And the mineral source from the vine is Jesus. Amen. Jesus is the vine. And when you read John chapter 1, verse 14, let's all read. Praise the Lord. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Mm. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Are we all here? Hallelujah. I'll buy this. Let's all read. And the word became flesh. Human incarnate and tabernacle faces tent of flesh, live a while among us. And we actually saw his glory, his honor, his majesty, such glory as the only begotten Son receives from heaven, full of grace, favor, loving kindness, and truth. Verse 15. And of all, maybe we can go to KJV. Let's all read. John bear witness of him, Christ. This was he of whom I spoke. He cometh after me, is preferred before me, for he was before me. And he says, of, of, his, of his goodness, of, of his. Uh, let's all read verse 16. And of his fullness have we all received grace for grace. So Jesus Christ is the fullness of grace. Can, can we agree with me? All right. How many, we know how we can squeeze orange, right? Can squeeze, when you squeeze orange, what do you get? Orange juice, right? Okay. So when Jesus was squeezed from everything that he did, what was left is that the grace is what he has to supply his people. So from that vine, what the Zion carries is grace. Amen. So that grace from the root system supplied to the branch for the branch to be able to do that we're supposed to do, bearing fruit and all that, is as a result of the supply of grace that comes from the root system. So in this kingdom, you can never do anything in this kingdom without grace. That is why in this church, when we are finished preaching or finished praying, teaching, we say, pray that you receive grace to do what is being required. Amen. Jesus is the supplier of grace, but he supplied grace to people who have made choice to be with him. Amen. So the choice is your own. God will not choose for you. 
God will not choose for you. You make a choice. And when you make a choice, he supplies the grace. He is a supplier of grace, but the choice is left for you. Please listen to what I'm saying. You can choose to be in this church and say, I will never pay tithe. Nobody will bother you. But when you make up your mind that I will be a tighter, grace shall be made available for you to be able to do that. You can choose to say, I will be in this church, I won't join any department. I come and I go. You can come and go. But whenever you make up your mind to join and say, Lord, I want to contribute more than I've been doing, grace shall be made available. Grace is what brings us to a place where our insufficiencies are met with the sufficiency of God. My grace is sufficient for you. When Paul prayed, God had to tell him, Paul, all you need is that my grace is sufficient. I know you are going through a lot of things, but my grace is all you need. When I supply that grace and you are connected, it shall be well with you. It shall be well with you. Hallelujah. Are you here? In this day of loyalty, in this day when we are talking about commission and we are talking about anniversary, my charge to this church is that it's time to be connected again. You, the branch, please don't think that you can stay without him. When you get disconnected, let me tell you, no matter how this thing, I know they will come to me, they come after me, I won't mind them. What is this? This is the branch, right? No matter how this branch fats and jobs, it's waiting to die. In fact, it's already dead. Just waiting to dry up, right? Yes. Oh, are you here? Yes. It can be dead. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. It's still green, green for some time. Before it can be like, it's drying up. As long as it's disconnected, your activities of fasting and listening is nonsense. Oh, amen. amen. Are you with me? Yeah. When we are disconnected, we are disconnected from grace. We're supposed to help our infirmity. Amen. Every believer has an infirmity weakness. Amen. The weakness is we don't know what to do. We don't know what to pray for as we ought. Yeah. But the supplier of grace, who was the orange juice squeezed, wants to supply to the asylum to bring the orange juice, which is grace, into the system called branches. So that they can do what I ask them to do. Amen. Amen. This church is a very good ground where we can exercise our gifts because it's a training camp Amen. where this God is equipping us so we can raise the foundation of many generations and be repairer of the bridges and make sure in that we become restorer of the paths thereof. Amen. Amen. So when we come here, we are not too much like jumping around. Everything we are doing is, Lord, help us so that when we meet you, you shall say, well done, thou good and faithful servant. So we believe in establishing priesthood. We believe in servanthood. We believe in serving the interests of our God and then serving him from all angles. We serve him for our time. We serve him for our treasure. We serve him for our talent. Amen. Everything that he has given unto us, you first gave it to us, and we give it back unto you. Yes, Lord. Hallelujah. Amen. Oh, I said hallelujah. Amen. So you understand that this God is not the God of partiality. That's right. So I should endeavor before I leave this earth. Every day, every day, I must get new messages. Every day, I must make sure that I am connected, I am connected. because I can be disconnected That's right. if I joke around. Mercy. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah, somebody. Glory, glory. It is, when you see examples in scripture, 
You can start well and finish wrong. That's right. Solomon, for 20 years, was loving God. He built a temple for Jehovah. He loved God. This man was a lover of God. After 20 years, his heart was turned by this strange woman. He built thousand high places for different gods. Only one temple for God. The guy ended not God with him. Somebody say 20 years. How many times? How long have you been a Christian? No, how long have you been a Christian? Eh? 45. Hey, hold up, hold up. Give me my money. Watch it. 45 years. Me, I think you came before me. Hallelujah. But I will overtake you. Amen. But one thing about this kingdom is that overtaking is allowed. Someone say overtaking is allowed. Someone say overtaking is allowed. Overtaking is allowed. Don't be an NBA. Me, Mahache. Like in Babieche. NBA is like, I've been here for a long time. Don't come and play with me. You can be overtaking. I will say overtaking is allowed. Overtaking is allowed. Please, it's a race. And me, I'm very conscious. I don't want anybody to overtake me. I've been seeing somebody by name Apostle Apostle uh, uh, Cooper. He's been trying to overtake. Hallelujah. Apostle Cooper as well. Are we, are we okay? Yeah. We can learn and be fun, right? Amen. 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 We're talking about some serious things. 20 years later, the guy had nothing of God around him. The richest man I've ever met. Started well, it didn't end well. Uzzah. Uzzah from 2 Corinthians chapter 26. The guy was servicing God and was worshipping God under the revelation of Zachariah. The guy was prospering everywhere. He was there for 52 years serving God. Powerful man of God. Until he began to now change office. He was supposed to do something and then as a priest, he went to another person's, uh, as a king, he went to another person's office. And for 52 years, after that, he ended as a leper. Why, why wouldn't God stop him and say, this guy has served me well, I must stop him. When he made that choice, that is where he found himself. He became a leper. Brothers and sisters, we are serving a spirit. Everyone say, we are serving a spirit. Today is a very good day. I know time, I have about I was saying we are serving the spirit. Yes, spirits don't play. That's right. Spirits give you their way to be approached. When you violate it, even if you are the fetish priest and you violate in that protocol, you are a candidate of the damnation that comes from violating that. They don't care. They, they don't have feelings. Are you with me? I was saying we are serving a spirit. The way we are serving this God here needs to be upgraded. Amen. Because he loves excellence. This God that we are talking about, when people come here and we are giving him all that we have, people will come here and they are sitting in cripples, uh, 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 they, are, they are cripples and they are sitting in, wheel, sitting in wheelchairs. They can come here and this God can raise them as they enter. That's right. Oh, we are ready. Amen. It is not by mind, it's not by power, it's not by preaching. It is we putting things in order for the spirit to flow amongst us. Amen. 
He's the doer of the miracles. There is no deputy doer. All we do here is to bring you to a place of understanding so you don't take it for granted. If you take it for granted, he will ground you. Everyone said, we are seven spirits. I'm going to say it again, please. Say it again. We are seven spirits. There are rules and protocols of engagement that when we play with the spirit, he does not take just blame. Amen? So I'm welcoming everybody. Those with voices, come let's sing. Those with ability to be able to usher people in, come. Let's make his house glorious. Praise the name of Jesus Christ. Oh, praise the name of Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. This spirit does not play. It lives in the realm of the immortal. And in the realm of the immortal, they are not moved by money. What moves the realm of the immortal is how you inconvenience yourself to serve him. That's right. That is why in this kingdom, sacrifice is superior to convenience. Hallelujah. Somebody says, Hallelujah. Amen. In the realms of the immortal, is how you sacrifice that compute before him. Hallelujah. So people who are so dangerously understand this. You see them maybe praying in the night between 12 and 2. A time where you could have slept, but he inconvenienced and that carries weight. Yes. Then when uh, when we when we wake up at prayer meeting 5, I'll be sleeping. I can come around 3 when everything is cool. If you serve him with ease, you are eased out. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Amen. Amen. It's a war to those who are at ease in Zion. That's right, that's right. We are facing something dangerous. Right. I pray that this day, where we are talking about anniversary, mm-hmm. may the anniversary package include that a choice be made. Amen. So that the juice will be supplied. Amen. Because God is ever ready to supply grace when anybody makes a choice. Hallelujah. Joshua said, Ask for me and my, my, my household, which I said about. That's right. The choice that you make. And when that choice is made, then grace will come to help you to go forward. Is somebody here at all? Amen. Glory Amen. to God. Amen. Amen. So Uzzah, 52 years after service, ended a leper. Solomon, 20 years. He was now building a lot of temples for his girlfriends. Mercy. Asa, after dealing with his mother, Asa, after 20 something years, Asa also fell. Hallelujah. And then we have people who stayed on. They were on the Lord's side. Abraham, 100 years, he was still walking with God. Hallelujah. What can someone say 100 years? 100 years. Abraham, 100 years, was with God. That's right. What about brother Moses? Moses. Over 80 years, the guy was still with God. Amen. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. These guys were committed to God to the point that nothing could stop them. And some of them say that you're talking about people in their old Bible days. What about today? Today, even in our contemporary society, people like Billy Graham, people like Kenneth Hagin, people have examples that they left for us. They were in America. Are they from Ghana? <laughs> so why people say that America, America? Somebody said God in ministry. Kenneth Hagin was in ministry for over fifty years. That's right. And T.L. Osborne was in ministry for over sixty, over seventy years. 
And then you come here, please let me relax. When we come to church, 9 o'clock, it's too early. Yes. Too early. Yes. That's when I stretch my leg. Hallelujah. If it does not inconvenience you, it cannot be rewarded. That's right. Yes. I am praying that somebody will understand these things Hallelujah. today. Hallelujah. We are serving a serving thing. Yes. What do you have that you did not receive from above? Amen. Everything Amen. you have came from him. Yes, right. And whenever you take what came from him, and then you polish it and you give it back to him, he will reward you. Amen. It is time for rewards, but he's not going to reward anybody. He wants to reward people who are staying on the course Amen. to finish strong. Hallelujah. This time, you are hearing something that will cause you to finish strong. Amen. Amen. So my last, my last quotation will be First Corinthians chapter 15 and that last verse. So be ye unmovable, my brothers and sisters, always abounding in the work of God, for your labor in the Lord is not in vain. Hallelujah. Praise God. Can you close your eyes? Our communion today with our Lord are making a choice. Help me and let grace be supplied. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.